This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Welcome to the internet and radio ministry of the Christian Crusaders. Have you ever found an unexpected door opening in your life? And you question whether you should enter it or not? The truth is, God opens doors of opportunity to us all the time. How do we know whether to enter the door? We'll talk about making that decision in today's message entitled, All the Places to Go, The Open Door. Sometimes God places open doors in front of us that can lead to some real adventures and blessings. We're going to talk about God's open doors for the next few weeks in this sermon series entitled, All the Places to Go, How Will You Know? I hope you'll stay with us as we begin to learn about recognizing open doors, choosing between doors, and opening doors for others. We begin in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let's pray. Gracious God, we gather around your holy word once again so that we might better understand you, marvel at your grace, and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. So speak to us, O God, for our souls thirst for you. Amen. Our reading for today is from Genesis chapter 12, beginning at verse 1. 
Now the Lord said to Abram, Go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you. I will make of you a great nation, and I will bless you, and make your name great, so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and the one who curses you I will curse, and in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. So Abram went, as the Lord had told him, and Lot went with him. Abram was seventy-five years old when he departed from Haran. Abram took his wife Sarah and his brother's son Lot and all the possessions that they had gathered and the persons whom they had acquired in Haran, and they set forth to go to the land of Canaan. When they had come to the land of Canaan, Abram passed through the land to the place at Shechem to the oak of Morah. At that time the Canaanites were in the land. Then the Lord appeared to Abram and said, To your offspring I will give this land. So Abram built there an altar to the Lord who had appeared to him. Great is thy faithfulness, O God my Father. There is no shadow of turning with thee. Thou changest not thy compassions, they fail not. As thou hast been, thou forever Morning by morning new mercies I see And all I have needed thy hands hath provided Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto
Dear friends, sometimes God calls us into an adventure that we never anticipated. I've heard people refer to these sorts of things as God's open doors. And these open doors can take us in directions and exciting places we never dreamed of. Maybe you've used a statement like this before. If you had told me I'd be doing this a few years ago, I'd have never believed it. I think of my own life, for instance, and how I became a pastor. Senior year at college, I wasn't sure what I was going to do with my life. But I began to sense a nudge towards going to seminary to maybe be a pastor. And I really wrestled with God about it. Asked all kinds of people, how did you know? How did you know that you were called to ministry? And I never really found a satisfactory answer for myself. One day I was lamenting this to a friend of mine named Eli, who was headed off to the seminary. And after he listened to me, he said, Stevie, which is what he called me, uh, why don't you go try it? It sounds like an open door to me. Uh, You're wrestling with God. And... If it's not an open door, you'll find out soon enough. What do you have to lose? So I went. And seminary was hard and challenging, especially that first year. But I hung in there, and that door stayed open for me. So when people say, how did you become a pastor? My response is, God opened that door for me, and I went. And I have to say, I'm glad he did. God places all kinds of open doors before his people all the time on a daily basis. It can lead us to some very interesting circumstances and adventures. What we're going to do, you see, in the next few weeks is learn how to recognize open doors and then how to go through them. And our teacher for today uh, in this first lesson is Abraham and his wife, Sarah, If anyone could teach us about entering open doors, Abraham could. We see God opening a door to Abraham in our passage for today in Genesis 12. To give you a little context, this is near the beginning of the Bible. The first 11 chapters describe for us God created the world and it was good. But by chapter 3 in Genesis, the world was blown apart by humanity's sin. It was just absolutely falling apart. Genesis 12, God begins his plan to put it all back together again. He doesn't turn away. He calls a man named Abraham, and he promises him three things. Abraham, I'm going to give you land and many descendants, and you will be a blessing to the families of the world. And an amazing thing happened in this story. Abraham went. He walked through that open door that God had placed before him. There was no strategic outline given to him. There was no map to follow, no detailed agenda, go this way and then go this way and so forth. No, he didn't have a clue how God was going to make this happen. He and Sarah just went. By the way... The whole story of the Bible hinges on that moment when Abraham went. Now, was it an easy door through which he passed? No, not really. It was open, but not easy at all. They frequently are not easy. Many of you have probably already learned that along the way. 
Abraham was leaving behind the familiar, the security of home, all that was comfortable to follow this God and his plan who promised him these great things. He was going into the unknown, into a land called Canaan, and there's nothing great about Canaan. He was in the center of civilization as he lived in Ur and Haran, and he had it made. The place he was headed was uncivilized, foreign, enemies. It looked like he'd be trading down, so to speak. It was in the sticks, 400 miles away from home. A long, arduous trip for an elderly couple. And this land God described for them was already inhabited by the Canaanites, who surely were not going to simply hand it over. And they had to have been uh, experiencing some ridicule as uh, he told his extended family and friends about what he was going to do. I mean, he was 75 years old, and Sarah was way beyond the childbearing years. And when he began to talk about pregnancy, which seemed an impossibility, the relatives must have thought that Abraham and Sarah were off their rockers. And to move so far away to an unknown land, what were they thinking? Still, Abraham and Sarah went, trusting this God who had opened the door. And as he went he eventually learned that he could trust God with everything. You see, there were plenty of close calls along the way. As you read Genesis 12 through 21, there were times when Abraham and Sarah were afraid. There was famine. There was near-death experiences, some real hair raisers. But God took care of him through all of that. And it was a long, painful wait for the child. They had to learn patience. Sarah was barren when they started this venture, and ten years passed, and still there was no child. And Abraham came to God with his doubts, and God said, Just keep trusting. And when the child arrived, that, though it was a miracle, could not have been an easy thing. When you think about it, parenting at the age of 99, which is what uh, Abraham was, had to have been very challenging. I mean, I'm a 65-year-old grandparent, and I love my grandkids, but after five hours, I'm totally exhausted and ready for bed. How did they do it? Someone might think, well, wasn't Abraham a super godly man, more than qualified to take on this challenge? No. Abraham was not. In fact, if you look ahead to the book of Joshua, chapter 24, we learn that Abraham was an idol worshiper when God called him. So he was a rookie in his relationship with God. He had a lot to learn. He had the faith to go, but it was a very small faith that faltered frequently along the way. But look what came of it. <laughs> Even though Abraham didn't get to see it, his descendants grew into a great nation as God had promised. And they received the promised land, just as God promised. And his family eventually did become a blessing to the families of the world. You turn to Matthew chapter 1, and we see the family tree of Jesus, the genealogy of Jesus, the Messiah, the son of David, the son of Abraham. 
The blessing to the nations was Jesus Christ, who died on a cross as a sacrifice to pay for humanity's sinfulness and then rose again. And the promise is that all who call upon the name of Jesus shall be saved. A blessing to the world. And the New Testament book of Hebrews in chapter 11, sometimes referred to as the Faith Hall of Fame, actually talks about Abraham's faith to inspire us as we consider our own open doors to not only see those doors, but to enter in. Now, here are some things that we learn about God's open doors from Abraham and Sarah's experience. Number one, open doors are not scripted out for us usually with specific instructions. God just said, go where I lead you. They had to get comfortable with uncertainty and ambiguity. And so will we have to get that way. Open doors are not always scripted. Open doors are not always easy or convenient or comfortable. You're going to sometimes feel in over your head, as Abraham and Sarah did. There are going to be moments when you even have your doubts as to what in the world did I sign up for, just as Abraham and Sarah must have. And we also must understand that God's open doors are always for the glory of God and the blessing of others. They are never essentially just for ourselves. And they have no special requirements. Abraham was an idol worshiper, as I said, an ordinary guy, elderly, when God opened this door to him. And sometimes we learn that these open doors that are given do benefit us as well, mainly, though, not for personal gain so much, but to develop godliness, to make you and me more like Jesus more loving and patient and kind and full of joy and faith and generosity and self-control. So, if we want to experience more of the Spirit of God giving us that in our lives, then we need to train ourselves to look for open doors and respond to those moments of divine opportunity. A personal question for you to consider is what open door has God placed in your life lately? Something you sense or wonder that God might be calling you to? There are all kinds of open doors in life when you think about it. Maybe you're in transition, you're changing jobs, or your company's being sold to another company in a merger, or you're considering a career change. That could be an open door. Does God have something new in mind for me, you might ask? Or do I just buckle down where I am and work all the harder? Maybe you're feeling yourself getting in a rut. There's a bit of discontent. Could it be that God is uh, placing an open door before you to get outside yourself and to maybe take care of somebody? or step into something for the cause of God. Maybe you're retiring, and you're wondering what's going to be the next chapter. That's an open door. What does God have in mind 
for the rest of my days, we need to ask, because there's no such thing as retirement in the kingdom of God, according to Scripture. Maybe you have a passion that is stirred in you lately. You've observed a great need in this world or in some person's life, and, and you want to make a difference and help. Maybe you can get involved personally, or maybe you can invest in it in some way with your finances. Uh, that's an open door. Perhaps you're in an exciting relationship thinking about marriage. How do you know this person's a one? There's an open door. Is this an open door? Will this person come alongside of me to serve God or will she detract me from that relationship? Perhaps God has placed an opportunity before you to be a blessing in someone else's life, to serve them, to share with them the hope that is within you because you have Christ in your life. Maybe there's a person who needs a helping hand that you've noticed lately and your heart is touched and you're wondering, should I be doing something? That's an open door. The only question is, will you go in and what will you do? All these open doors. What will you do? What are you going to do with them? Well, we learned that Abraham went. Have you? And will you? Open doors, you see, from God are given to us to be entered. They invite us to go, to step out in faith, faith in God, to trust Him, to turn your life over to His care and leading, and just go. And know this as you consider going through these open doors. God is trustworthy. Look at what He went through to make you His own, that you could be part of his people. He opened the door of heaven, didn't he, and entered through the back door of Bethlehem. He gave you the opportunity to see him in the flesh. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and became flesh. And he gave him as a sacrifice to open a door that had been closed by sin as he died upon a cross, and he raised him through that death back to life as he rolled away another door that held him in, conquering death's hold on you. Dear friends, our God is trustworthy. You can count on him. So the appeal for today is to be an open door person, looking for and ready to embrace those divine opportunities that God will place before you this week. See an open door? Go for it. Trusting in the promises of God that he'll lead you, he'll be with you, and, and he'll help you as he helped Abraham and Sarah. Believe that he wants to use you to be a blessing in someone's life and that with him you can do significant, exciting, adventurous things that make a difference in this world. So be on the lookout. In fact... I'm going to give you a homework assignment to help you to start seeing open doors. I encourage you to do this exercise and then dare to take a step of faith when you see doors. Are you ready? Here it is. Pick a day this week to experiment with openness. Shortly after you wake up, talk with God. Indicate your desire to be open to whatever he brings your way that day, whatever that means. Then as you go through the day, breakfast, 
work, lunch, family time, a trip to the store, hanging with friends. Keep this in mind. You're being open. You're on call. You don't need to plan to do anything religious. Just be open to what God might bring in your direction. This might mean paying attention to the people around you. Noticing what needs do they have? How can you show them the love of Christ? It might mean taking some extra time with a friend or a family member who needs to talk. It might mean enjoying a sunset or a great piece of music, or God might throw a challenge your way. Will you face it openly, trusting in his help, O people of God? Do this, and let the adventures begin. I dare you. Amen. Let's pray together. O oh Lord, thank you for the reminder that you are faithful and that you are working in our lives. As we look for and consider the open doors that beckon us to action, help us to step out in faith, trusting in your promises to lead us and to be with us in all circumstances. In the name of Jesus Christ, we ask this. Amen. Now, as you go on your way, may Christ go with you. May he go before you to show you the way, behind you to encourage you, beside you to befriend you, above you to watch over, and within you to give you his peace. Amen. You've been worshiping with the internet and radio ministry of the Christian Crusaders. We pray today's message has helped you turn your life over to God when facing an open door as you trust Him to be with you and help you just as He helped Abraham and Sarah. Audio and printed copies of today's message as well as many recent messages are available on our website. You may also request a copy of our quarterly newsletter, The Crusader. This free publication contains special articles by our speakers as well as other interesting information concerning Christian Crusaders. Visit us today at christiancrusaders.org. 
As a nonprofit ministry, Christian Crusaders depends on the generous support of you, our listening audience. Your gifts enable us to purchase airtime on various radio stations as well as the internet. So many may have the opportunity to hear the life giving gospel of Jesus Christ. Your tax deductible donation can be given online at ChristianCrusaders.org or by mailing to Christian Crusaders, Post Office Box 522, Cedar Falls, Iowa 50613. That's Christian Crusaders, Post Office Box 522, Cedar Falls, Iowa 50613. Thank you for your support. Our toll-free telephone number is 888-MY-FAITH. That's 888-693-2484. We are happy you were able to worship with us this day, and we pray you will join us again next Sunday on this station. Conducting our service was the Reverend Steve Kramer, Senior Pastor of Shepherd of the Valley Lutheran Church in Afton, Minnesota, and Speaker on Christian Crusaders, now in its 83rd year of continuous Sunday worship broadcasting.